Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Hello again, friends, and welcome on into episode 82 of the SCO Show, probably a part of the Pat's Pulpit Podcast Network and brought to you by the great folks at SB Nation. My name is Mark Schofield. Happy to be with you on today, Monday, March 2nd, 2020. It is Mock Draft Monday 5.0, our first post-combine mock. So we're keeping it straight, we're keeping it clean, no trades, just running through a mock on fan speak because this is that nice little time where you can sort of take advantage in these simulations of, you know, somebody has a ridiculously great combine and you're like, oh, I can now get him in the seventh round because he's still lower on boards than he will be in, say, a couple of weeks. But it's a good time to sort of reset expectations now. So I figured it was good to just sort of keep it clean, Run through a mock, run through your mocks later in the show. But before we do that, a bit of news. You know the places you can find me, the traditional places, at Mark Schofield on Twitter, Inside the Pylon, Pro Football Weekly, Matt Waldman's Rookie Scouting Portfolio, and not one, not two, but three, count on one, two, three SB Nation websites, Big Blue View, Bleeding Green Nation, and Pat's Pulpit, right here at the pulpit. There is now another title. USA Today Touchdown Wire. It's something that's kind of been kicking around for a while, but the great Doug Farrar, who I I got a chance, I was lucky enough to work with a couple years ago, Bleacher Report, the NFL 1000 Project. He's over there at Touchdown Wire and getting me another shot. I made my debut, winners and losers at the Combine. Over 6,000 words dropped on Sunday night. You can check that out on his goodness at touchdownwire.com. But I know some of you have been wondering, what does this mean for the future of the show show? I think the best way to respond to any rumors that are out there is this way. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. The show goes on. This is my home. So, yeah, I felt that was a little bit necessary. A little wolf of, wolf of Wall Street there. But I'm not leaving. The show goes on. Going to keep doing this until somebody tells me I can't do it anymore. So how about that? 
So let's get right into it with the mock. You know the places to find me now. Let's not waste any more time. Fan speak, Matt Miller's pre-combine draft board. Keep it simple. On the clock at 23, just so you know who's gone. Joe Burrow at 1, Chase Young at 2, Akuda at 3, Simmons at 4 to the Giants, Herbert at 5, Derek Brown at 6, Tungo Vailoa at 7, Ruggs at 8, Judy at 9, Wells, Jedrick Willis, the offensive tackle to the Browns at 10, Andrew Thomas, the tackle at 11 to the Jets, CeeDee Lamb at 12, Kinlaw at 13, Epinesa at 14, Chenault at 15, Gross Matos at 16, Henderson at 17. Chase on at 18, Blacklock, the defensive lineman, uh, to the Raiders at 19, Gladney, the corner at 20, Christian Fulton, the corner at 21, Tristan Wirfs at 22. We're on the clock at 23. As Fanspeak tells us, we have needs at wide receiver, tight end, offensive tackle, quarterback, edge, linebacker, corner, quarterback, running back. Yeah, that's a lot. We'll address one, a guy that blew up the combine. I know... He was used primarily out of the slot, but I don't care. The size, the length, the speed, the explosiveness. This guy can play Z. This guy can play slot. This guy is an offensive weapon. He destroyed the combine. Justin Jefferson from LSU. He's here. All right, we're going to assume Brady's back. We're going to take Jefferson. I'm good with that. Now, of course, we're going to have to wait a while because with no trades, we are not on the clock and get into the third round where we got all those comp picks to do some damage. So we're going to have to do some damage when we get a chance later in the third round. So now we are on the clock at 87, and here's how the board's kind of fallen for us. We've got guys, let's see, Brian Edwards coming off the board at 79, A.J. Green the, AJ Green the corner at 80 to the Raiders, Khalid Kareem, the edge at 81, Kiki Fotu, the defensive lineman at 82 to Dallas, Prince Tango Offensive tackle from Auburn in the 83. Brandon Jones, the safety at 84. Anthony Jennings, the edge at 85. And Curtis Weaver, the edge at 86. Now at 87, offensive tackle, we've got Sadiq Charles, Matt Part, Ezra Cleveland, who blew up the combine. Ben Barch, who blew up the combine with his shake. You've even got Hakeem Agendi, who had a pretty good combine as well. Charlie Heck, who had a pretty good combine. Given what some of these guys did at the combine, I feel okay waiting there. Another position of need. Tight end, Bryson Hopkins, Hunter Bryant, Albert O, Harrison Bryant, Josh DeGuara, Stephen Sullivan. It does sort of thin out, so you do wonder. Mitchell Wilcox is on the board, but when you get that dome shot, you got yeah, that's a tough one to come back from. At edge, Jonathan Greenard, very intriguing there. And Kenny Wilkes, Carter Coughlin, who also had a very good combine. I feel like we could wait at a couple of these positions, but I don't want to wait too much longer. So we're going to address tight end. And we're going to take a chance here, perhaps a roll of the dice. Bryson Hopkins from Purdue. I think he's a pretty good move type tight end. You can probably find a blocking type tight end to pair with him, but I think Hopkins would be a nice little pick here at 87. Now on the clock again here at 97. We could also address tight end. Still, some of these guys are available, but it's probably smart to take a look at some other different positions. We can look at corner, for example. You've got some guys still on the board that are pretty interesting. Javelin Gidry from Utah, who wrote a, ran a blazing 40 on Sunday afternoon, 4.30. Lamar Jackson from Nebraska. Troy Pride from Notre Dame. Dane Jackson from Pittsburgh. There's still some value here, so I think we go value hunting at the cornerback position. Safety, Jeremy Chin. He's at 186 on this board. He won't be at 186 longer, so I think we can wait on him. But he also... 
just destroyed the combine with the broad, with the 40, with the vertical. He's going to move up boards. He might have to come off the board if the Patriots want to draft him at 97 rather than wait until the fourth or fifth round or so. Looking back at the wide receiver, Van Jefferson, Lynn Bowden, Chase Claypool had a great combine. Denzel Mims, who had a fantastic combine. Still some value here. We're seeing this board shake out pretty well. But I do want to dip into the offensive tackle spot just in case. You do need to sort of address offensive line. There are questions all over the offensive line right now. We're going to go Ezra Cleveland from Boise State. Fantastic combine for him. I mean, let's face it. You talk about a guy that turned into combine. If you're not following along with Kent Lee Platt at Math Bomb on Twitter for what he's doing with his relative athletic score, you're missing out when it comes to the draft. His RES is a, is a great resource for you. For example, Ezra Cleveland, a 9.93 on a 10.0 scale amongst offensive tackles. This is what Cleveland did out in Indianapolis. A 40-yard dash at 4.93 with a 10-yard split of 1.74. A vertical of 30 inches, a broad jump of 9 feet 3 inches, a short shuttle of 4.46, and a 3-cone of 7.26. That is, according to the RES, great explosion, great explosion, elite agility, and elite speed. Yes, it's an offensive tackle, but he's doing it at 6.6311. That could work in the National Football League. So Ezra Cleveland is the pick there. Now the Patriots are back on the clock here. This is a pick at 99. We've gone offensive tackle. Let's address offensive interior now. We know David Andrews is still out there. But Lloyd Cushenberry is staring me at the face on the board. And, you know, you wonder about what he did out in Indianapolis. You pull up, you know, the RAS, the relative athletic score. And Lloyd was okay. 6.11, not great. Even a little worse than... Lloyd Logan Stenberg, and even a little worse than somebody that's still on the board, so I'm changing the pick here on the spot. Matt Hennessy from Temple, who had a very good week out in Indianapolis. Good speed grades, great explosion, great agility. He's still on the board here, so we'll get some insurance for David Andrews here with this pick at the end of the third round. Now we are back on the clock here in the fourth round of pick at 122. Some guys that have come off the board in the previous couple of picks at 117, Gerard Pinckney, the tight end. He goes to the Jets. Logan Stenberg, the guard to the Raiders at 118. Kevon Wallace to the Colts at 119. Antoine Brooks Jr., the safety at 120 to the Cowboys. And Edge Jonathan Garvin at 121 to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now in terms of the overall board, how it looks for us right now, Denzel Mims is on the board. Quintez Cephas is on, still on the board. Devin DuVernay, Colin Johnson, John Hightower, all still on the board. And that's some great edge talent, right? I mean, wide receiver talent, excuse me, right there. Quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts, Anthony Gordon, they're still staring me in the face. Cole McDonald as well. Those are still some intriguing options there. Our needs, according at least to fan speed, quarterback, quarterback, edge, linebacker, corner, and running back. Let's took, take a look at the linebackers here. Evan Weaver from California, he had a pretty good combine. Shaquille Quartermain from Miami, he had a good combine. Kalike Hudson, hybrid-type defender, put up a bunch of reps on the bench. But there's a player sitting here that's got some red flags but was incredibly impressive with the combine. So we're going to roll the dice. Willie Gay Jr. from Mississippi State. Why? Because he tested out of the gym. You talk about relative athletic scores. Everybody was raving, obviously, with good reason. But Isaiah Simmons, a 10.0 and a 10.0 scale 
on the relative athletic score. But Willie Gay, 9.68. He tested extremely well. Elite explosiveness with a broad jump of over 11 feet, a 4.46 on the 40 elite speed, good agility. We're going to make him the pick here at 153. But now we wait again. We're going to long wait here until the sixth round. Finally back on the clock at 195. And just so you know, Jeremy Chin came off the board here at 190 to the Eagles. I would be stunned if that's where he ends up. But hey, who knows? Devon Taylor, the linebacker. He goes to the Jets at 191. Jacob Breeland, the tight end at 192 to the Packers. Shaquille Quartermain, the linebacker from Miami at 193. And Miles Bryant, the corner at 194 to the Bucks. We are on the board as far as the overall board and how it looks, Aaron Fuller, the wide receiver from Washington, Shane Lemieux, the guard from Oregon, Josh Metellius, safety from Michigan, Kalike Hudson, the hybrid defender from Michigan. Those are some players on the board. There are also still some tight ends out there. Sean McKeon, Shelley Tamopau, the Portland State tight end, Devin CSC. He's still on the board. But I'm not coming away without a quarterback. Cole McDonald, RIP the Dreads. Welcome back to my heart. We're going to take a, a shot on the kid's attitude. Look, you heard from him this week. I was a huge fan of talking to him, you know, last week at the Combine. Uh, I love his attitude. I love the aggression. You need it when you're playing the quarterback position. So, yeah, I'm going to take a shot on him here. So he's going to be the pick there at 195 on the clock again here at 204. Now we're just kind of looking for value here. We haven't addressed the edge position yet. And we got a couple of chances to do it. There's two names that I'm looking at. There's Kendall Coleman from Syracuse. And there's Alex Highsmith from Charlotte. Now, I liked Coleman so much at the podium. I thought he was fantastic. But he didn't test well. Doesn't really flash on tape. I love his attitude and everything about him mentally. But didn't really test well. Highsmith, however... 8.11 on the relative athletic score. Ran a 4.7, which is great speed for his size. 6'3", 248. A vertical of 33, which is good. A broad of over 10 feet, which is great. A short shuttle, 4.31, which is also great. Tested pretty well. We'll take a shot here. Alex Highsmith, the edge defender from Charlotte. So he's the pick there for New England at 204. Now we're on the clock again at, this is pick 212. Right at the end of the sixth round. And again, Kendall Coleman's still there. So we waited, but we don't need to. We went in a different direction. According to FanSpeak, our remaining team needs include corner, quarterback, and running back. Looking at the running back boards, there's a couple of names that stand out. I think we can wait a little bit, find a little bit better value. We addressed quarterback. I don't think we need to double down on quarterback, so I'm going to ignore that. The cornerback spot, James Pierre, Asan Basset. Those are some interesting names. But there's a guy that I've had my eye on for a while now. I think he's an aggressive but a good man coverage defender, so we'll take a shot. That's John Reed, the corner from Penn State. I've liked him since I had to do some work for him um, for the Rivals Network. On the clock again here at 2.13. Now we're really just looking for value here. A couple of different names that stand out to me looking at the overall board. You know, Charlie Tamopau, he's still available. Robert Windsor, the defensive lineman from Penn State, he's an interesting name. But since he's here, and I doubt he will be much longer, Hakeem Agendi, the guard slash tackle from Texas. Why is he not going to be here that much longer? 
he also had a very good combine. 8.21 on the relative athletic score. Elite explosiveness. A vertical of 34 inches and a broad of 9 feet 7 inches. 5.1740, not too bad, but you're talking about somebody that's 6'4", 302. So we'll, t- we'll take a shot on that here at the end of the sixth round. Now we roll into the seventh. Still ha- technically have to address you know, quarterback and running back. There's going to be some great value here at the running back spot coming up, I think, in a minute. So maybe we'll address it if the right name is still available. We are now on the clock at 2.30, looking at the running backs, and he is. And one of the great things about doing the work that I do with Matt Waldman is sometimes Matt will, not sometimes, inevitably, at least once a week, Matt will DM me in the middle of the night when I'm sleeping and he's up doing work about a player. He DM'd me about this guy a while ago. And then he sort of blew up a bit at the combine. People were excited. They're looking at his film again. A relative athletic score of 9.65. Rico Dwaddle, the running back from South Carolina. He's on the board here. He's available for us at 2.30. What did he do at the combine? 38-inch vertical, elite. 10-foot, 7-inch broad jump, elite. 4.5440, which is good, but a 10-yard split of 1.57, which is elite. We'll use that. We can make that work in the National Football League. Looking at tight ends now, my boy, Stephen Sullivan, not available as we're on the clock here at 235. Looking at the overall board, look, I love the kid at the podium. I'll take a chance on him. Kendall Coleman, the Syracuse edge, he was fantastic at the podium. So I, sh- I should probably splice that audio together. He was just so good. He was. Everybody was basically walking away saying, man, if everybody could be like him, our jobs would be so easy. Now we're back on the clock here. Michael Divinity, I loved you, buddy. Didn't do that great at the Combine. Malcolm Perry, you are intriguing. You are a Navy guy. Why not? We've been thinking about you for a while. So Malcolm Perry here at 241, the wide receiver slash quarterback from the Naval Academy. So there you go. Mock Draft Monday 5.0, the first post-Combine mock. And here's what we did. No trades, nothing. We just made the picks here at Fanspeak. Justin Jefferson, the LSU wide receiver at 23. At 87, 23rd pick in the third round, Bryson Hopkins from Purdue, the tight end. At 97, 33rd pick in the third round. These are now the comp picks. Ezra Cleveland, who blew up the combine, the offensive tackle from Boise. At 99, Matt Hennessy, another comp pick. The center from Temple, the hot yoga guy. Check out his answer. It's on my timeline, at Mark Schofield. Willie Gay. Pick 122 overall, 19th pick in the fourth round. The linebacker from Mississippi State, checkered past, got some red flags, tested out of the gym. Cole McDonald, RIP dreads, still in my heart though, 195 overall, 16th pick in the sixth round. Alex Highsmith, another edge who tested well, 204 overall, 25th pick in the sixth round. John Reed, the aggressive hands-on corner from Penn State at 212 overall. Hakeem Agendi, Tackle slash guard from Kansas at 213. Rico Dwaddle at 230 overall in the seventh round. That's pick 16 in the seventh round. Kendall Coleman, the absolutely engaging and outgoing edge from Syracuse at 235 overall. And then Malcolm Perry rounds it out at 241 overall, the wide receiver from Navy. That's me. You are on the clock next here on Mock Draft Monday 5.0. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. 
With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. Mark Schofield back with you now on Mock Draft Monday 5.0 here on Monday, March 2nd, 2020. And we're going to start like we usually do with the mocks via the Sco Show Slack channel. Again, if you want to be a part of the Slack channel, this is the best time of the year to do it. I kid you not. Why? Well... Because we are talking draft basically all the time. It's just a fun time of the year. I think you'll enjoy it. You'll get a lot of out of it. You know, we do a ton of stuff in terms of scouting players and things like that. So I've got mocks dating back to last Monday that I'm going to get through right now. John Limerock is going to kick us off here. He did a mock over on Fanspeak where he traded down. Traded down to 41. KJ Hamler, wide receiver from Penn State. At 74, Lucas Nain, the offensive tackle from TCU. At 97, Jonathan Grenard, the Florida Edge, who had a pretty good combine. At 102, Denzel Mims. That's fantastic value given what he did at the combine. At 102 there, the wide receiver from Baylor. Marcus Bailey, the linebacker from Purdue at 121. Harrison Bryant at 122, the tight end from Florida Atlantic. Troy Pride, Notre Dame corner at 141. Devin Asiasi. Not 195, pick 16 in the sixth round. J.J. Taylor, the running back from Arizona at 204. Cheyenne O'Grady, the Arkansas tight end. He was amazing. I didn't talk much about this, but he was speaking with Arif Hassan and Thor Nystrom from Roto World. That's Thor and the Athletic Minnesota. That's Arif. And he basically came out and said, look, man, I'm finally in shape. I was never really in shape in college. It makes you sort of wonder about what he could do in an NFL strength and conditioning program. But he's the pick there at 212. Nate Stanley at 213. Kamal Martin at 229, the linebacker from Minnesota. Devon Hamilton at 230, defensive lineman from Ohio State. Josiah Coatney, the Ole Miss defensive lineman at 235. And Michael Divinity, the edge, at 241. So that's John Limaracus kicking us off via the Scotia Slack channel. Next mock draft we got comes to us via Josh Bowman. Made a bunch of trades in this one. First pick is a 26 overall. That's Xavier McKinney, the Alabama safety. Now remember, these were all pre-combine here. At 39, Cole Komet, the tight end from Notre Dame. At 56, KJ Hamler, the Penn State wide receiver. At 84, linebacker Malik Harrison from Ohio State. At 97, Hunter Bryant, the Washington tight end. At 146, Trayvon Hill, the Miami edge. At 159, KJ Hill, the Ohio State wide receiver, the slot type guy. 204, Justin Heron, the offensive tackle from Wake. 212, Dustin Woodard, the Memphis center. At 213, Lamar Jackson, the Nebraska corner. And he rounds things out with Robert Windsor, a defensive lineman from Penn State. Next mock is going to come to us via the Scotia Slack channel. Again, these are all Scotia Slack channel mocks. Again, if you want to be part of the Slack channel, at Mark Schofield on Twitter, mark.schofield, insidethepylon.com is the email address to get invited. Jim Reynolds has his final pre-combine mock draft. He trades out a 23 to get as many picks as he can in the sweet spot. Here's what he does. At 45, Rager, the wide receiver from TCU. At 72, Adam Trotman. 
At 76, Justin Matabuke, the defensive lineman from Texas A&M. At 87, Bryce Hall, the Virginia corner. At 97, Matt Hennessy, the Temple center. And here we go, Jake Fromm at 99. That's the 35th pick in the third round, one of those comp picks. Donovan Peoples-Jones, the wide receiver from Michigan at 111. I say, Jim, that looks great considering he jumped out of Lucas Oil Stadium out in Indianapolis. Trey Adams, the Washington offensive tackle, 122. By the way, you may have seen, since this is a family-friendly show, family-friendly show, you may have seen that Trey Adams had a bit of an interesting answer when asked if there was one body part he could replace. I'm just saying, won't repeat it here. Google it. Michael Divinity at 177. Ezra Cleveland, man, it's like Jim had the magic eight ball, the Oracle, because he's seen these guys that turn in tremendous combines. He gets Ezra Cleveland a 204. What did I do with him in the mock today? Yeah, it wasn't 204. Stephen Sullivan at 212. Nick Coe, the edge from Auburn at 213. Benito Jones from Ole Miss at 235. And an Iowa fullback, Brady Ross, to round it out at 241. I like Ross. They used him a lot in their offense. John Lamarockis with another one. Cesar Ruiz. This was a post-Cesar Ruiz podium session mock at 39. Cole Komet at 56. Denzel Mims at 75. Malik Harrison at 87. Adam Trotman at 99. Donovan Peoples-Jones. Start that move up the board. 122, Brandon Jones, the Texas safety. Jeremy Chin at 152. He won't be at 152 for long, but John, see it into the future there. DJ Wan on the South Carolina edge at 184. Isaiah Wilson, Georgia offensive tackle at 195. A.J. Dillon. It's like you guys have been studying tape. A.J. Dillon, again, also blew up the combine. It's like you guys have been putting in the work. And I know you have, because I see it every day in the Slack channel. A.J. Dillon at 204. Ezra Cleveland, again, you're doing the work. 212. Sean McKeon at 213. Cole McDonald at 230. Benito Jones, a defensive lineman from Ole Miss at 235. And J.J. Taylor, running back from Arizona at 241. Just tremendous stuff. And John, even in the Slack, when he posted this, said, I did this mock before we saw Dillon's 4.35. It's fantastic work right there. Patrick Brown. Posted a mock saying, somehow this happened. So what did he do? At 15 overall, he trades up. Here we go. To a Tungo Vailola. We might have our winner of Mock Draft Monday 5.0. Adam Trotman at 65. Neville Gallimore at 80. Lloyd Cushenberry at 97. Willie Gay at 151. That was posted before he blew up the combine. Stephen Sullivan at 165. Safety, J.R. Reed from Georgia at 195. Jake Luton, Oregon State, 212. Tremaine Ankrum, the offensive tackle from Clemson at 213. Alex Highsmith, great pick there at 230. And Malcolm Perry to round it out at 235. Great job there from Patrick Brown. Then we got some post-combines. Jim Reynolds comes back with a post-combine mark. He trades down to 42. Ross Blaylock, the defensive lineman from TCU. Cushenberry at 63. Van Jefferson, the Florida wide receiver at 81. Ashton Davis, the California safety at 87. Adam Troutman, Dayton tight end at 91. Matt Part, UConn offensive tackle at 97. Clyde Edwards-Alare, running back from LSU. I know people were a little upset about the 40. Showed a great, I mean, the three cone, the 40, all that stuff. It's change of direction. Don't worry too much about the 40. I like that pick there. Amik Robertson, the corner from Louisiana Tech at 122. Chase Claypool. 
the Notre Dame wide receiver who could play tight end, tested out of the building, 153, Logan Wilson. I've had people start bringing him up to me. I had Nick Folletto, Nick Folletto from Big Blue View. He mentioned him to me in the DMs the other day. Keep an eye on him, the Wyoming linebacker. Josh DeGuara at 212, and James Morgan at 241. Great job, Jim Reynolds. And then we get another one here. Got two more via the Slack channel. We've got another one sort of post-testing from John Limarakis. Stays at 23, Jedrick Willis, the tackle from Bama. 87, Troy Pride, the corner from Notre Dame. You're seeing guys move up boards here because we got at 99, Donovan Peoples-Jones. At 105, Matt Hennessy. At 122, Jonathan Greenard. At 141 now, Chase Claypool. You're Sierra Durant, the guard from, Jordan, from Missouri at 195. Carter Coughlin, who tested well. We thought that might happen, given how he was sick at the Senior Bowl. 204. Cameron Brown at 212. J.J. Taylor, the running back from Arizona at 213. Jacob Breland from Oregon at 230. Devin at CSE, the UCLA tight end at 235. And Rodrigo Blankenship, the kicker from Georgia, at 241. Final one via the Slack channel. Josh Bowman again. Some more trades. At 39, Xavier McKinney from Alabama, the safety. Denzel Mims at 59. There's the rise. It's coming. Adam Trotman at 64. KJ Hill at 87. Cesar Ruiz at 88. Anthony Jennings at 97. Richard Lawrence, the LSU defensive lineman at 100. Logan Wilson, that name again at 122. Thaddeus Moss at 130. Evan Weaver at 143. Excuse me. Tremaine Ankrum, the Clemson guard. 173, Chauncey Rivers, 205, the Mississippi State Ed, Nate Stanley at 212, Alex Taylor, South Carolina State at 219, Reggie Robinson, another, Josh is a fan of the Tulsa Corner at 230, and Brian Cole, the safety from Mississippi State at 235. We had one mock come in this week via Twitter. Aaron Williams at swagdaddy underscore 11 sent this on the 27th. Here's what he did at 38, so he trades down Zach Bond. The edge from Wisconsin. And at 87, Cole Komet, tight end from Notre Dame. At 94, KJ Hill from Ohio State. New England Patriots at 103, Malik Harrison, the linebacker from Ohio State. Michael Pittman Jr. A lot of people liked what he said at the podium. Very sort of self-reflective. Um, very self-aware, 138. That's a very good pick. Albert O at 158. Nate Stanley at 175. I like that draft. That's a very, very good draft there by Swag Daddy. Finally, we're going to close out this show with a mock draft submitted via email. You can do that too. George McCollum sent one in via email. At 23, Ross Blacklock, defensive lineman from TCU. At 87, Cesar Ruiz. Again, loved his podium session. The center from Michigan at 87. Josh Uche at 97. The edge from Michigan, Carter Coughlin at 99. Look, at 97 and 99, doubling down on edge. I like that approach. And then doubling down a tight Oh, we got a couple of doubles here because then... George doubled out, doubles on tight end here at 122. Adam Trotman at 195. Stephen Sullivan then doubles at safety. 204. Miles Dorn. 212. Jeremy Chin. Oh, that's amazing. Not going to happen though after that calm eye performance. But George, again, like everybody else, seeing into the future because they're watching the tape. 213. James Prochet, the SMU slot receiver. Wakeron Williams, defensive lineman from Michigan State at 230. Kelton Moore, a little fullback love, fullback from Nevada at 235. And then he rounds it out with Cam Brown. Very, very stout outside linebacker from Penn State at 241. Folks, as I say every week, you guys crush it. Week in and week out, doing these mocks. I can tell, look, you you heard the names that people were putting in their mocks before they rose up boards or will rise up boards thanks to what they did at the Combine. 
again, that tells me you guys are doing the work too. That's the ultimate reward for me is the fact that you guys care so much to do these mocks that you put in the film review, you you put in that study, you watch that film, it blows my mind. So guys, thanks again, guys and girls, listening to the show, sending in the mocks, keep it up, I love it. I will be back later this week, we'll have some post-combine thoughts, maybe get a guest on, somebody that was out in Indy with me, talk some shop. Until then, friends, please keep on blessing the Patriots' reign.